there is a dimension of my love and my presence that few in my church today have ever experienced. But that is changing even this time. Because you see, over the centuries, the art of seeking me has generally been lost upon my church. Yet those who have been digging diligently into my word and into my presence through fellowship with me and my spirit are rediscovering this dimension of me, this special, unique method of pressing into me. It's not a secret. It's revealed in my word. But too many in my church have been trained to sit and wait and do nothing. Yes, I know in my word it says, Be still and know that I am God. There is a time for that. But too many in my church have come to the place of expecting me to do something, to move mightily, to release my glory, my power, while they do nothing while they do not seek me, while they don't press into me. I want you to know it doesn't work that way. For if you study the life of my son, Jesus, you will see there were times when he separated himself to get into my presence. There was a reason for that. And you saw the results of it as he began to minister to the people. Not only in signs, wonders, healings, and demonstrations of my power, but also in what he said. For if you remember, he said that he did not speak of himself, but only those things that I wanted him to speak. Even he needed to press into me. This would come as a shock to many of my children. It's as though they believe that my son Jesus never needed to pursue my presence. But yet I want you to remember that not only was He Jesus Christ, the Son of God, but He was Jesus, the Son of Man. And as Jesus, the Son of Man, He needed to press into me. He set the example for this. And I say unto you, follow that example. And if you do, The time will come when you will press into a dimension of my presence and my glory in the same way that Jesus did. I want to move through you to others the way I moved through Him to others. You are a joint heir with Him. That includes inheriting the right for me to move through you as I did through Him? Or did He not say that if you believed in Him, the works that He did, you would do also? So continue to press into me. Continue to seek me. Do not feel like it is wasted time. Do not feel like all hope is lost. Continue to seek me. Continue to press into me. Those of you who have, 
you're at a place with me where you've never been. You do not feel it physically or emotionally, but spiritually you are there. Continue on this path. Continue in this direction. And you'll see me move. You'll see me move through you in ways that you did not think were possible. But I say to you, you are my chosen vessels. It is my desire to work through you. So continue on this path. Continue to seek me. Continue to press into me and know the greatness of my glory and my presence and my move, says the Lord. Father, we worship you right now. We just release your virtue, Lord. Those that have come to this conference, those that are watching the conference, those that are watching now, those that will watch tomorrow. We release the power of God that, Lord, that there is no weak and sickly among us. That there is no weak and sickly among us. That there is no weak and sickly among us. These things may sound fantastic to the mind, but Lord, this is the hour to go past anything that's an argument from the soul. And in the name of Jesus, those that are here in this conference, those that are watching, those that will be a part of it this week, that they're not suffering with agonizing pain, that they're not suffering in their bodies, we release the virtue of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do not say in your heart, saith the Lord, this thing has been here a long time, and I must fight it myself. I must war and do this with the long hours of petition and confession. Yes, that will work. But believe me now, saith the Spirit of grace, for instantaneous results. Believe me now that the price paid at the cross was enough. And even as you have stood in faith, believe for the hour. Believe for the present. Believe for the words spoken to you present tense, saith the Lord. You will see an ease in your body. You will see an ease in your emotions saith the Spirit of the Lord. For the enemy that has come to say to you that this thing will not be reconciled, it will not be healed. Know this, that everything that is fighting for that purpose is to divert you from your assignment, says the Spirit of the Lord. But each one of you nestle in to the presence of God. Get in a place this week of knowing that I am the Lord who heals you and I am the Lord who is pleased with you for being in this place or tuning in to these services. I'm thrilled, says the Spirit of the Lord, that you're part of this. I pronounce on you the blessings of the revivalists, those going forward and those being a part of this latter day movement, says the Lord. Stand fast in these things. Rejoice in where you're at. Know that there is so much more to be had, but rejoice with an expectation of where you're at and where I'm taking you, says the Lord. Those of yesteryear who came to a place where great things were done so that you speak of them now as in history to say what great things were done then, those then were feeling my pleasure. So I say unto you, take upon yourself that same pleasure that I christened them with a pleasure to know that they were in the center of my will as they gravitated to that place 
knowing that they were part of something that I was doing. So know this, that in your expectation, there is a place of pleasure that I will pronounce on you. And I have, says the Spirit of the Lord. So take this pleasure into your rest. Take this pleasure into your awakening. Take this pleasure as you enter into my house with thanksgiving and into my courts with praise. Expect, expect. Do not turn to your weaknesses. Do not list them by number. But rather, know that I am there in grace to change those things as you go forward in me, says the Lord. But rather, take the hour, take the season, take the week, take that which you've set aside and I've set aside for the purpose of bringing forth this revelation that revival is now, says the Spirit of the Lord. in the early days of the tabernacle that I instructed Moses to build in the wilderness and the incense began to arise from before the Holy of Holies with great pleasure I received those first burnings of incense representing the worship and the prayers of my people but even then I sought for the the day when I would have my own children on the earth born of my spirit who could offer up the incense of true worship in spirit and in truth. And know this day your worship arises, arises to me and brings me pleasure, brings me joy. And I look the great favor upon you all. And know this, there are oceans, oceans in front of you. Depths of my treasures depths of my riches that have been untapped for many centuries but know this know this you shall walk upon these waters you shall walk upon these waters and the very treasures of mine shall be yours and the earth will be blessed and saved and healed for I am 
the Lord thy God. For my voice shall become very precious to each of you. My sheep do hear my voice. And each of you is in a mode of training. And I'm speaking not only to those in this room, but all that join either today or even in the future. By watching at a later date, I am training you now, says the Lord, to hear my voice in a way that's beyond anything you've walked in in the past. It will be as your friend. I will walk with you as your best friend, the one you confide in, the one that you trust with your deepest, darkest secrets. I have already seen you at your worst, and I love you, says the Lord. I love you. You've already shown me that you will obey what I say. And even when you hesitate to obey what I say, it's because you're most of the time you're not sure that it was me. But as you continue on this path, you will come to a such an intimacy with me. You'll know my voice more than you know the voice of your spouse, better than you know the voice of your closest friend. My sheep know my voice. Just like my word, fitly spoken, in due season out of the unction of the Spirit, becomes the sword of the Spirit. Understand this, the true worship from the saints will also produce the sword of the Spirit that pierces the darkness, that begins to hold a place, a preeminence stronger than anything that could possibly come against the church corporately or individually. I'm calling you in these days now and in the days to come To perfect that place that has already been given in you. To bring forth the sword of the Spirit prophetically in your services. Prepare the way. I've provided the way. And even as I have provided the way in the Spirit... Now I'm asking you as ambassadors over your cities and over your states to worship me and to bring forth the high praises in your mouth and a two-edged sword in your hand, says the Spirit of the Lord, to execute vengeance in this day and hour. Your vengeance will not be that upon people but upon the principalities over regions and over places that have held a garrison over them for many, many decades. And as my worshipers come forth in these places and in private worship and in these places of corporate worship, which facilitates and brings forth the sword of the Spirit over your region, Know this, that what you cannot see in the natural, that much is taking place in the Spirit, says the Spirit of the Lord. 
Angel armies are released. As you worship me, as you magnify me in spirit, more is going on than what you can possibly imagine, says the Spirit of the Lord. Do not grow weary in well-doing in these services and these types of times of worship. For not only am I setting the stage for the present tense atmosphere, but your prayers over a region are being answered. As you draw the sword of the Spirit, as you execute vengeance, much is being accomplished. And much of the harvest is dependent upon this, says the Spirit of the Lord. Much of the harvest is dependent upon this. So rejoice when you come together in these settings, knowing this, that not only are you having an effect upon the atmosphere of the present tense, but what exudes past these, these walls, these times, is what will come into the city and what will draw the masses, what will allow me to execute a power over them and set them free, that the blinders come off. And there, there comes a longing, an urge within their spirits to come to this place. Yes, even to this very location and others who seek me as well. I'll magnetize them. I'll place within something within them as if it were a compass that begin to draw them nearer and nearer. They'll meet people. They'll meet people twice and three times removed that will introduce them to another, that will introduce them to another, that will introduce them to another, that will introduce them to this place. I will work a work among you. That will amaze you, says the Spirit of the Lord. And while you do these things that seem to be only for the moment, know that it goes way beyond the moment and the hour. So worship me in these things and understand my plan, not only for your life, but for this city, says the Spirit of the Lord. The Lord says, this conference is not coming to a conclusion. It has been an introduction. An introduction to where I want to take you. An introduction to how you can get there. This conference is not coming to a conclusion. It is my desire that my presence in this conference will continue with you and that you will go forward from this point. This is not the end. For so many, this is a new beginning. Do not look at this as the conclusion. Look at this as a launching point for many of you into deeper realms of my presence and my spirit.
Do not leave thinking, well, that was great. What a wonderful week. And then assume that I have finished, for I have not finished. I will continue to work in you if you will let me. But you must do those things that you have heard this week. If you do, you will experience great change. Do not see yourselves as isolated. This has been further training. All this week, it has been further training. There are very, very few of you who really understand what has been happening. I am preparing to use you in ways that you've never been used, that you don't anticipate. I love you, but I grow weary of you continually looking down on yourself. Will you please stop it? Will you please capture my vision of you? You are not a loser. And you are not unusable. You've been here all this week. And I've been working in you. Continual preparation for what I want to do. Too many of you have allowed the world to define for you who you are, what you are, and what you can do. You need to spend time with me, with the Holy Spirit, with my Word, and in my presence to see that changed. Your perception of you needs to be changed. You do not understand the magnitude of what I am trying to do in your life. Do you realize there are very, very few conferences like these in the world? My desire is that they exist everywhere. But they don't. You need to understand this is very rare. But I am moving. Do not forget what my son accomplished with only 12 apostles. Do not forget what I began with only 120 in that upper room. You need to see yourselves as equally usable as the twelve apostles, as the seventy who were sent out afterward, as the one hundred twenty in that upper room. You are the present day hundred twenty. And I will use you just like I use them if you will let me. There is much, much more that you are going to be taught about these things. That is coming in the future. But for now, do not see this conference as concluding. See it as a beginning in your life, says the Lord.